Hey, how's it going? Hi, so good to see you. <laughs> you too, you too. How's New York treating you? Uh, it's really great. I mean, we're still in the midst of pandemic, but everything is great. Work is picking up, things are picking up, which is, a, I would say, a great sign. And we are going and working. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, in Israel, we just uh, finished a, a third lockdown uh, and stuff okay. is picking up. Uh, I just, I want to start by like, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to everybody tuning into us. Yeah, so my name is Oksana Jaeger. I'm from Lithuania. I started modeling almost 12 years ago. I started with uh, my career in Milan and the boost of my career was Burberry exclusivity. And since that time I lived in Tokyo, I lived in Paris and for 10 years right now I live in New York where I worked with the biggest clients as Neiman Marcus, Socks, uh, Michael Kors, Calvin Klein and many, many more. Uh, and right now I am uh, a co-owner of the modeling school, uh, which is um, a short introduction is a two day intensive training for the girls aspiring models or anyone who wants to gain confidence through modeling experience. That's also, it's not just for aspiring models, but what we do, it's uh, our goal is to just help kickstart uh, for kickstart their career, modeling career, mm -hmm. avoid any pitfalls. So basically I teach how to pose, uh, do a walk the runway, how to brand themselves on social media and much more. So we review the contracts, we help them with castings. We, I coach them before any appointment, what questions can be asked, what to wear, how to eat, how to exercise and any other topics which I never had training for. I was just thrown into this yeah. business. And uh, I mean, I was really lucky, one of the lucky girls who had a great mother agent and um, who navigated me, but still no one sat down with me, explained to me how to pose, what to do, and just having that reassurance that, oh, that's what I do. Okay, I'm doing it right, helps so much. And just boost that confidence that helps you to book jobs, work with the clients and just keep thriving and going to the success. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like you have so much under your belt in, in these 12 years, like my, for, <laughs> for people tuning in, like my history is a bit different. I uh, began as a, uh, as a fashion journalist for a magazine called Acute. I think that's when we connected around there when I kicked off my own website. That was, <laughs> I don't know, five, six years ago, I guess. Some, something around there, yeah. And then I became a, a model booker in a male modeling agency called Brick. And uh, boys are a bigger headache than girls, I can tell you for a fact. <laughs> So the rumors are not true. And uh, <laughs> three years ago, I uh, picked up a camera and uh, I started shooting. And uh, my photography is very much editorial. I do a lot of test shoots for new faces, starting out in modeling. And basically, it's it, it's very editorial. That's That's what I do. And I shoot on film, which is very new to some of the girls starting out nowadays. 
so true which was normal <laughs> for me but yeah that's amazing and we also get to shoot our well, it was my second shoot via facetime was with you yeah 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 that, that, pandemic, it was incredible yeah it's uh it's it's really weird like nowadays uh when i'd ask like can you send me polaroids like people don't like a polaroid is a like an instant film but nowadays it's like it turned to digital like everything is uh is has changed i i wanted to ask you like oksana what do you want to like uh, start off for maybe some tips for newcomer models or branding tips for new girls or guys who are interested in this world of fashion so I would say the biggest misconception, that's what I see from as well people mistaking that uh, we are modeling agency, but we are modeling school. And that's why with this coming another wave of people sending pictures and trying to get approved, which I always give them an advice and never leave them hanging there. So I just say, can you please do this? Digital should look like that. So what I realized there is misunderstanding what um, a lot of girls and guys don't know what actually to send to submit to agencies and um, they think they need expensive photo shoots they think they need to put all this production but actually it's just i think the way of um, putting things aside and maybe the scare of starting and getting a no let's say from some of the agencies and they always make those excuses instead of just googling or making research how the digital looks so agency needs only digital so basically they need to see your proportions your hair and um, what's strangely a lot of pictures that get filtered pictures there's full on filter from Instagram or Snapchat, yeah. which is the most funny thing because that digital is created. So the agency, the people who are gonna see, you're gonna decide that they wanna represent you. So you have to show your best future. So you have to like, if you have a long legs, you need to dress with high-waisted pants or skirt. So you're underlying those features and there's no need for you to pose crazy, you know, and add what's happening. Um, I see this trend that um, uh, there is no enough of confidence. And that's mm -hmm. what I always in our boot camps uh, on our workshops, we're trying to connect to people and trying to bring that the most, the yeah. self-awareness and self-love that if you don't believe in yourself if you don't think you're worthy for this why other people would ever believe so yeah. it comes to the point of bigger than modeling bigger than just doing something it's more about everything in life it starts from that actual point in loving yourself in life and making every decision with a self-love and that's why you create those simple digitals you dress how you feel right to show your proportions your best futures we never focus on something what we don't like we always focus on something which you're proud about right you love the length of color of your hair and that's amazing a lot of people would be surprised because mm -hmm. a lot of stories what you hear yeah, especially when you talk to a lot of girls oh i had freckles i never liked them oh i was always tall and skinny i heard always so many you know things about that but then those future features what you always 
we're always self-aware that maybe not the mm -hmm. strongest, the nicest uh, characteristics about you ended up being the most amazing things that people see in you. And that's why a lot of girls made it to the top, becoming a top models and icons, exactly of those things that for mm -hmm. half of their life were mm, they're what they thought the worst things that could have happened to them. And with that said, what I think just doing a little bit of effort and research of what actually you need to have to start your modeling career is very little. It's just a blank wall, a right light, and a simple digitals of showing your hair, your skin, and your proportions. And that's it. And just, yeah. that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. I actually, uh, it's funny, like I gave a lecture at an agency here in Israel and I, uh, I called it don't be afraid of being ugly because uh, I don't know that's that's what I, I feel like with the with two of my muses that I shoot as a photographer they just don't care it's really as cliche as it seems it's that this is my perspective it's that I know who I am what I'm worth and I just don't care and I, I, I'm here to show off like that's what I very much connect to in editorial photo shoots. And uh, I, I think it's just something, uh, personality, that the personality, like it really, you said it's bigger than you and, and it truly is. And I think another from the management side point, um, guys and girls need to understand that it's, you can't be like a weekend warrior in this, uh, in this whole thing called fashion because it's, it becomes your day-to-day. -day. You can't just on the weekends model. You can't just do it. You have to you have to make it encompass you as a person. Like if I'm not shooting, I'm editing, I'm looking at books, I'm going to museums, I'm watching films, I'm enriching mm -hmm. my education about the whole medium itself. Whereas modeling, it requires like uh, PE, like physical education, the right nutrition, the right mindset, uh, whatever you need as a person to be at like 110%, I think. It's not just being pretty isn't enough. It's much more than yeah. that. That's true. And you need a strong mind mindset because um, it, that constantly, what, as you say, you have to be confident and love yourself the way it is because that's all you've got. Uh, with modeling, the same like acting, there is a lot of rejection. It's just numbers game. It's so simple. There are so many jobs. You do even fashion week starting. You have 13, 14 castings a day. And it's, it's just normal that you're just gonna get maybe one or two jobs because it's just that simple. There are top models girls who are feeling who are always doing the shows in the season. And especially when you're a new face, it's way harder. And that's why you can never take it personally. You can never take it that, oh, it's about me because every designer, right? That's their vision. So realize their vision for this season, there is something created yeah. that they uh, need this type of girl. So just because you didn't get it this season doesn't mean you won't get it next season but what happens in our mind that we you know we start doubting ourselves and we forgetting that also beauty is very sub subjective thing what yeah. you think what one casting director might think or agency right if we're speaking of aspiring models when you go to one agency it's a subjective thing 
of an agent believing in you. So basically you like an investment, right? The agency decide to invest in you. So they look at your personality, the ethic of your work, of your proportions and stuff. Like back in the days, yes, it was more about you being a hanger, but with thanks of social media, we came to the age where we have voice, which is right, the most exciting part yeah. right now to be a model. You are seen not for just your looks or your proportions, it's something more. And you see the girls being vocal on social media and that is who you are. And people fall in love with who you are. You get the following, you create a brand around yourself. And there someone sees you, someone falls in love with you, right? That's a beauty, that's subjective beauty. Someone yeah. might think you just, you know, gonna go and succeed and someone's gonna say, mm, not my type, yeah. which has been a case with me. I've heard at the beginning of my career that I would never be able to make it. And I always repeated to my girls. And then when after one month being in Milan, I booked Burberry exclusivity, we, me and my agent, we just laughed that someone before just said that or when every trip I was going to Tokyo making three times of my contract which yeah. happens rare but when you have that power is that to believe in yourself that's what you carry with you and I as I said I've been really lucky to have that mentorship to have the best advice and best care and my best interest and that's why what we're preparing let's say on our camp we're trying to give a platform for aspiring models because um to avoid different scams, to have that support that a lot of models in the beginning of their career didn't have. The shoots, yeah. you don't, if you don't wanna, if that doesn't go with you, you don't wanna shoot naked or nude, you don't have to do that. I don't shoot nudes and I don't shoot topless. And I've been modeling for almost 12 years, you know, and I yeah. made it and it's great. And I didn't have to shoot nude. Yeah. <laughs> That's what trying to bring it to models, bring it to everyone who wants to try start start modeling, just to know that there can be also a safe place. And there is always time to just stand still and say, no, that's not okay with me. And not being afraid that, oh, having a FOMO that you're gonna miss out, I'm gonna just do this for my career. That's not the way to do it. There's always a client who will want to work with you. There's always going to be a person as long as they don't give up. And I, as I said in the beginning, it's a numbers game. It's, you just keep applying, but also finding your niche. You can, if you shorter, you're a petite model and you want to do couture fashion week in Paris where there is a height requirement. Yeah. I would say it's a little bit naive. Um, to just do it. I mean, there are some cases, but what I'm trying to say as well, to, like what we help girls to understand their niche. So not to be lost and go through suffering for two, three years because you keep getting rejected, but understand that you fall to the niche. So you need to look for agencies that have a petite models or focusing on the commercial, uh, more commercial jobs. And that's your niche where you can thrive because then it means you're going to get two, three jobs and it's going to make you feel so good instead of going just for high fashion agencies when you're constantly going to hear no. So it means you're setting, setting yourself up for failure.
and then of course everything here crashes inside of you and from there escalate everything else in the world that's why yeah. number one thing is to be true to yourself and of course have confidence to build that confidence because modeling job is also always not working every day from nine to five yes so what it means you need to be you need to create your own schedule and a lot of girls lose it because they work for two three days or sometimes a week and then for two two weeks let's say they don't work they don't have structure they wake up late they just go for brunch they stop working out they lose their shape you know and those things escalate and that's why routine priority setting yeah. yourself putting yourself first is always a good key and goal for the future with any job, not just modeling. Yes, I, I, I think um, when you talked about routine, uh, like I, I heard uh, David Lynch talk about routine and he says that uh, he would go to eat like a hamburger at Bob's Big Burger <laughs> every day at 1.30 for eight years. And he explained it because when he would do that, he wouldn't need to think about cooking. He, he would just do it like he had his routine and that's what he did. So a, a routine can be amazing and it's, uh, you, need, um, you need to be, you need to count on yourself and be very responsible, let's say on your first modeling trip, even though you're in some cool city or London or Milan or whatever, you need to understand that you still like need to do this gym and you still need to fill out these forms for whatever you still need to treat it. It is a job. It just because we deal with beauty and you can say entertainment, it doesn't mean you need to let your guard down. I think as a person. Yeah. It just helps you. That's a fundamental, fundamental structure. And that's why as well, we're coming to the point that once your life is in balance, once you are your priority, everything else just falls in places. And yes, we do always come up to the conclusion of like talking about spirituality or religion or meditation, anything that works because those things bring structure to you. Uh, so as I wake up, my first thing is I start working out. I do 15 minutes workout. So mm -hmm. And after that, directly, or it's either yeah. yoga or Pilates, or just in general, some, uh, you know, quick uh, full body workout. And after I do meditation, because that just keeps you grounded. Meditation puts you in a place where you are grateful, when you start your day with a positive note, when you don't remember rejection from yesterday, or it gives you a time for a feedback. Okay, I wasn't performing really well in last uh, casting yesterday, but today I'm grateful because I got another two. So it means opportunity to get two other jobs. And just talking to yourself through this, I think it's, um, um, it's a great structure to have to keep you on a higher level, on a higher yeah. vibration. And that's, I think that's always my advice to hold on to something. Like, I don't care uh, what religion you are, what spirituality you are, as long as you hold on. If workout is something like your religion, is something you have to do every day, great. Because there's something more powerful than you, you holding on to, that's working. And that's, I think, that always keeps structure. And you see 
mostly with the girls, why model girls are meditating or they're spiritual, because you are on your own. You travel yeah. alone. You go to the countries alone. You're far away from your families because let's say I'm here, I live in New York, but then for 4th of July or for Thanksgiving in Europe, we don't have that. So yeah. there is a job, let's say in Germany or in Paris, so you fly there. So wherever is holiday here, you might not ever have the holiday. So it's your job to say, okay, pause. I need a day off. I need to take a week to recharge. And that's why you need to prioritize yourself. And here comes that structure stability because you're on your own and the way you're gonna structure, everything gonna unfold. And that's why having this already from the beginning inside of you, because no one taught me that. I mean, it's great I'm coming from uh, a family when my, where my mom is an accountant, everything was, uh, you know, yeah. structured. Yeah, I had yeah. to do my taxes on time. I have to have my bank intact and everything. Great, I'm, I was very lucky in that point, but a lot of girls are not. So also with this, when I, uh, I would always work with the girls. I would help them. Uh, okay, uh, this is the number of accountant. Or you should have. You should do this or that. And there is always that constant advice. And with that point, when you into modeling for so many years, and you understand that there is a need for that. Because right now, yes, we formed Model Alliance, there are groups and with social media, as we said, there are so many things to fall onto, to hold on and have a support. But still there are so many people and aspiring models who wants to start, but literally don't know where because um, some of the experiences were so damaged and some stories you hear. Yeah. I don't really sometimes uh, you know, it's scary. It's scary, especially it's, for parents uh, to just throw your, your 16, 17 year old child to unknown world where actually a lot of money is involved and a lot of people trying to take advantage of you. And that's number one thing that since that moment to yeah. understand to them that since that moment when they're stepping into this, they're becoming their own you know, business, they represent themselves, their agency, their mother agency, they're not yeah. even their children, right? They're 16, 17 years old. From that moment on, they also represent themselves. And this is important step if you, they're ready for that. And with that, everything else comes on top, the structure, the routine, the business side of it, how to answer emails, how to connect to your agent, how to review your contract. There's so many, when you don't know, when nobody in your family have done it, yeah. when you are not aware about it, it's a scary place because I remember me and my mom reviewing my first contract to sign. It's scary. You see that number, I was going to university and you mm -hmm. see that number four or five years and you question it, Yeah. what do I do? And that's why I think having the support where you can reach out and ask, is this a good contract? Can we see, is this is okay for just in New York or worldwide in America? Because signing up to uh, just with the fear of missing out, you can make a bad deal because your representation, your boost of your career, your management of your career, is so important 
that's why reviewing the contracts, moving further, you have to be aware of everything that's going on because with just making that small mistake, you might just work for this amount of money and never seeing a day off instead of boosting your career, having higher rates, working with the better clients yeah. and still having time for yourself. And I think that's the ideal goal of modeling. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, if you... If you show that seriousness, even when it starts in between those lines of the contracts, it shows so much about you as a model. Even if you're, um, I had a, a shoot with uh, a girl here uh, in Israel called Gaia, and she texted me like 50 something minutes before. And she's like, hi, my mom and myself were outside, but we can wait in the car. And I already knew that we started off at a good point because she wasn't late. She was way before time and she takes it seriously. It's, uh, it, it shows so much about the personality of, uh, of like my subject matter, if it's, uh, if it's that. And uh, it's, it's really like with contracts, I remember going through them and there can be a lot of pearl pits in those contracts and you really, you need to be very precise. I guess we're more precise because I'm Jewish, but like, <laughs> we, I, I remember I flew into London with a model and we had to look at contracts and just, you know, do one plus one and see that it really equals two. And it can totally, just like with musicians, you know, like Taylor Swift, she didn't have a good contract when she started. And to this day, she's like re-recording her songs. I, I saw an article just because of usage rights. So it's exactly the same for us in fashion, just in visual, yeah. Yeah, it's just the idea that always put yourself first because knowing that not everybody uh, has your best interest and just reinsurance, just to make 10 hundred, you know, there's the saying, before you cut, you measure nine times instead of just like going. And the problem is because a lot of young people, they just want to be out there. They have so much energy. They want to model. They, they want to be creative. And yeah, if you're surrounded not with the right people, you can fall for certain scams. And it's heartbreaking how everything can escalate and just, you know, it can be really a down spiral. And that's what's so important, as you say, right? You your models yeah. had the right representation you even went to london with them because yeah. that's what great mother agent does and yes surround yeah. yourself with the great people great mentors and that's why following people you love right successful models that you look up to that's why i think the main advice would be for aspiring models to follow people that inspire you because those people are there for you and i am sure because the same as we do i'm sure any other model would do if someone texts them but not a broad question hey how do i become a model there's so much to cover that's why we even created the workshop for that but yeah. if someone asks Hey, are this like digitals, Polaroids good to send to the agency? Hey, is this agency legit? Hey, is it okay to wear like this? Yeah. I am sure every model would respond because we all started there. We all started at the shoot where they told you move <laughs> and you didn't know, oh, I'm doing this right. Yeah. Right now, it's so natural for me that I don't even question that. But when 
you start doing a certain routine with the girls, you understand that, oh, certain things that look so simple for me. Yeah. You remember that back in the days also, I would just stand and I wouldn't know, do I do it right? And only with being, working with another girl who, let's say, modeled for four or five years. And yeah. she would just move around. And you're like, oh, I can do that. Okay, great, I'll do that. And yeah. then you see the client respond. And this is how I learn. Where a photographer, one of the greatest shoots I had as well, it was, um, I was working for AG Jeans with this French photographer. And it was, it was the most amazing. We were shooting for Alexa, um, Alexa Chang, um, mm -hmm. her collaboration with them. So the whole lookbook we did. Yeah. And every outfit, he would change the song and he would dance with me. And that's how we would photograph. The pictures is still like, I look at them, it's a lookbook, but the power of those images, I just can't express to you because I'm maybe as well with the way we were making them. It was just the most memorable experience. This is where I gave 110% of myself. And yeah. that's why we come to the point as well, what for aspiring models to bring the best out of your music. Your playlist is so important, the music you play. Because right there you stand and sometimes on TV commercial, there are like 30, 40 people watching you yeah. and all of a sudden you just need to create a scenario. Like you need to get out of your comfort zone. There's no time to be shy. There's no time to just like, oh my God, what do I do now? Yeah. There is your time to shine and just like having your music I think helps so much to bring all the power and confidence and just start having fun, dancing, whatever you do, just in a little bit slow emotion. <laughs> yeah, it works. I mean, like in my studio, I have like a speaker system and I always tell the girls like, you put your playlist on because I listen to heavy metal and that does <laughs> not work with shooting. So let's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> That's always a funny one, but uh, yeah, I think, and I think also something really important, I'm not sure if it's to the target for American or English speaking, is that when I'm abroad, uh, I'm, I shoot a lot in the Ukraine, having a basic understanding of English is so important for a model. Um, it is just basic understanding and a lot of models, um, that I tend to run into their English isn't that great. Uh, I think for people, obviously not from the UK, US, Australia, all the English speak, like English is very important uh, to implement like in your, in your life because, and sometimes it's reversed. Like I heard, I heard stories that in Italy, not a lot of photographers speak English. So it can also, it can in also- In Japan too, where I lived. So I can't Yeah, how is that experience? It. Um, okay, so Japan is like home for me. Like this is my favorite, Tokyo is my favorite city in the world. And the clients till now, last time I was there, 2012, and with some of my clients, I still speak to this day because this job is something bigger than just a job for me. What I see, I work with the most talented people. People, when we on set, Everybody wants to be there. We're trying to create the most amazing picture, right? So everybody has a part. And my, my part is the last to create, to put that uh, vision 
in on, on that paper right the we need to answer the basic question what is modeling and it's something that picture our job is to make the client feel something and when you put that together when you work with the people on set for eight, eight hours straight and let's say they don't speak english it's challenging yeah but it comes more to that because you have to listen the body language and that's why that connection with photographer that's why there is a mood board that's why there is on set a lot of times photographers give first time for you so when you start moving you started to understand and show and then they see something they like usually they work with you right so they say to you okay i like this and then from that moment so when you freeze it doesn't mean you have to stay in the moment and just keep it no you yeah. stay in this position, but you add a little tweak so something what can benefit and add to the mood. And with that progress, you just work with the person, you connect with the eye. It just makes you not just listen, but makes you work of looking a person's eyes, a body language to understand, to have that connection. Because if you know, you can listen, but if you're not connecting with other person, with like with yeah. photographer, it's hard, as you know, it's hard to get that image. But you need to want it. You need to want it to understand and bring it full on to make people feel something. And yeah. I think once you do that, once you give that 110%, it always shows on the picture. Yeah. It just reads so well. Yeah. It's uh, when, when a model is completely invested like no let's keep on going like let's let's do a couple more clicks let's see maybe we can get it better let's like what does the client say like that it adds so much to everybody on set to get a better image and it's it's just it shows about the like about the model as a person like she wants to get a result that's way bigger than us you know like when the client or the photographer is surprised, I think that's like an epitome of, of a shoot. It's, uh, it, it happens uh, rarely to me, but when it happens, I know that everybody on the shoot is giving their 110% and it, it means the world, you know, it's uh, everybody's there. It's more, it's, we don't really look at it as a job, you know, we don't, it's, it's way more than we're not nine to fivers. We don't clock in and clock out and, it's it's not how we think uh, on set. So we do we do have a left field kind of view as in to what we do throughout the day for people who aren't in the industry uh, who are listening to this. Um, I what what would you like to conclude with? What uh, could be a good ender? Um, if he's speaking about entering the fashion industry or how it's progressing because with the internet, with social media, right? It's so much easier to scout girls. Yeah. It's so much easier to enter the industry. Uh, but we still, I would say we're missing that point of helping each other, mentoring, being there for each other and creating that safe place. And I think that should be the goal of everything for the last years where was on the news and with the scandals, with photographers and, you know, stylists and all those lists, we, mm -hmm. we focus so much on so much negativity that we forget to bring that positive part, how so many lives being changed, how many 
kids grow up so fast to an amazing talented people right a lot of models turn photographers are stylists art directors painters and you know it, it's so much that is good in that too and that's why I think my goal is always to focus on a better, on a good, because that's why in the first place I'm doing this mentoring and of course, trying to help everyone to avoid any scam, any you know, situation. It's so heartbreaking when you're in this business and you hear that someone you know go, went through something so horrible. That's why I think the number one priority is just for us to be vocal to stay together and just not ever be afraid to ask questions, right? We're in the yeah. industry, you're in the industry, I'm in the industry. So people will have that power, just confidence in themselves that they can just text us and ask if this is okay. Is it safe? Is it all right that this happened? And just like, just that everyone would contribute and create that safe environment because the kids, yeah. They are going to this world and they need guidance. They're thriving and they're creating a better future. And this is the most exciting thing to help them discover all the power and magic and everything. Yeah. yeah, it's uh it's really with social media, it's uh I think it's a double-edged sword, you know, that uh you need us as people who have been in it for years, we can help them hopefully balance it you know at the at the right point because it has minuses and it has pluses it has not yin and yang to everything in life yeah. i agree <laughs> well i really enjoyed this conversation it was great yeah me too me too